This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, liking the fact that we'll be getting through this crazy warm spell. Hot spell, really. And uh, looking forward to some more temperate temperatures. Mm-hmm. I wish we could pass this on to our our fellow citizens in the south and in the the west, I guess. Just awful stuff, but uh you know, it's it's summer on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Well for them I yeah. think I heard I think Al Roker said the other day it was like the forty fifth day or something of ninety yes. Plus degree weather, something I don't know. I can't stand. I when I looked at our our like extended forecast and it was in the nineties for I'm like oh god, and it's terrible to like think like God can't wait till it's over. But it's it, you know it's it's the weather yeah it sucks. But what are you going to do? Here we are. That's, we make the best yeah. of it and we move on. Exactly. So. Um, I have a question for you about the seasons. I haven't heard you speak yet about the black cherries, which are your favorite <laughs> thing. And well, I just funny. bought some the other day, and I thought of you, and I wondered if you had your fill of them yet. No, never, never. <laughs> I could have them the whole year. They're my favorite, favorite, favorite. I had. Okay. I just was on the phone with a woman named Kathy from Garrity's. Mm-hmm. And um, Garrity's, I just said to Kathy, Kathy, I got the best, the best bag of black cherries last week from Garrity's that were fabulous. And she said, oh, good, I'm glad to hear that. I said, they were perfect. They were, oh, I, I, just, I can't even describe. There's nothing like that. I did the sweet, same thing, and they're wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, the sweetness, like uh, black cherry juice, when you bite yeah. into those cherries, and they're firm, and they're crisp, and they're sweet as could be, and I just absolutely, I love them. The flavor is 
the best. And they're like, they're, now, and I will tell you, if you ever have to make anything and it's not cherry season, I mean, it's hard, to, even if you just eat them, the frozen black cherries are wonderful because they're picked oh. at the, during okay. the season of, and so any frozen brand is really good too, as long as they say black, you know, black cherries, they're, they're, yeah. they're wonderful. If you're making something, I don't know about just eating them because I've never really done that. I've used them in certain um, recipes, but they're, these, this year, they're outstanding. So I am thrilled. Good. Yeah. What, mm-hmm. um, I just always wanted to know, what is the difference between black cherries and Bing cherries? Are they just... I don't know. I think they're name? the same thing. I think they're the okay. same, but I don't... I'm not... I should be more of a, a cherry uh, expert, but I'm more of a yeah. cherry aficionado, I think. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know the answer, but I think it means... I think it means that they're just this i think they're the same thing because we we the other night happened to go to montdale for an ice cream and it was mm-hmm. like eight thirty at night and we took a ride up and they have what they call white house uh ice cream now white house is usually vanilla pure vanilla ice cream with maraschino cherries Mm-hmm. Most people do their White House like that. Now I love maraschino cherries too. I could, I don't care. I love them. I love any cherry. Um, but these, this at Montdale, they call their White House, but they've got white ice cream, pure, pure vanilla, which isn't too sweet. It's like the perfect. It's delicious, and they use big black cherries in their. Mm. Um, vanilla ice cream it's wonderful now a lot of times when you go and you get like they have the that burgundy cherry and it's like the color of the cherry juice is in it and so it gets yeah. a, a, like a like a real pretty pinkish color with the dark mm-hmm. cherries but theirs is pure white and it's delicious mm-hmm. but i like anything with with those big cherries and and years and years and years ago my father when when um yingling started to make ice cream because i'm sure you know that yingling makes ice cream as well and my dad used to get from the beer reps they would bring my dad um, ice cream samples and my dad would bring it home and they had what was called bing cherry and it was Ah. delicious and I'll, I'll never forget that because that's what it was and then they had the and i remember they used to have a little ice cream shop in the of you uh wyoming valley mall and we used oh. to take a drive down there just to get the ice cream because they had a little shop but it was so good but the cherries were real big you know black cherries so i don't so know when if your father I'll have to look it up quick yeah when your father would bring that home did you share it with anybody Oh yeah, I had to because there was there were four children and three adults yeah. and you know oh yeah and I didn't yeah. care about that because I I don't you know I wasn't really coveting the ice cream at that point but I okay. I could have like I'm not like Patrick A. DiNapoli who hoards his ice cream and covets his own and that's it. You know um, this is so good what he said to me last night. You know he asks the usual question: Are we going to have any ice cream tonight? I said, of course. And so I said, he said to me, you know, I've noticed that ever since I've been an adult, no, he didn't say adult, he said, for the last 20 years, 
I have really craved ice cream. <laughs> I said only 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. 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 Lynn, there are people, and I know a few who will remain nameless, who love, 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 love it. Now, I'm yes. not, I prefer soft frozen yogurt, as you know. I just like plain vanilla soft yogurt. I love it. Or even soft ice cream vanilla, my favorite. But every now and then, I do like that ice cream because of, you know, that you know, firm ice cream packed. I don't like melty ice cream. Ugh, I can't stand when it gets melted or any of that. I can't, I, I don't like it. It has to be like the, as soon as it comes out dipped and, and when it's cold and firm, when it gets mushy, I don't like it. But I do like soft ice cream or soft yogurt. But I don't yeah. know, but Patrick should have in the Ten Commandments, he should, thou shall not covet <laughs> My ice cream. <laughs> Fat shame. Because, you know, yeah, I know. Yes, mm-hmm. but no, but yes, it, the cherries are wonderful. And I always say whenever I want my watermelon. Um, Don't come looking at me. I like, no, but I know. But what I, I like to buy watermelon that's already cut because I can see yeah. what it looks like. And yeah. I know there's ways, of, and they say if the bottom of the watermelon has like a, where it rests on the ground, if it has a butternut squash color, then it's perfectly sweet and firm and, you know, what it is. And it's true because I've been doing that for years. And I find that the best fresh-cut watermelon also comes from Garrity's. I will go into the Kaiser Valley the Kaiser Avenue store and go right yeah. in right there. And when I just pull, look at the bottom because they're already cut and if I can find them that have that yellow marking on the bottom, I know it's going to be great. And they're, they, I have to say, I buy cut watermelon in a couple different places and Garrity's has been the best ever in their cut watermelon. Mm-hmm. But I also do look for that color if you can, because course sometimes the cut is on the other side and you don't see the yellow marking but that is what they say about if you're buying a whole watermelon buy one that has a butternut squashy yellow color where it rests on the ground and I paid attention to that and it's been true so I'm just giving you my advice on watermelon picking that's what happened I I, plus I don't get a whole one because you know, how much of it can you eat with a few people? You know, I, that's why I don't do that. I prefer the cut. And plus I can see it. But, yeah, all these, the blackberries are gorgeous and they're delicious and they're big. And, yeah, it's the perfect time for fruit. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I'm still waiting for the really good peaches. Well, Just the ones I get. You, they're always, the, they look fine. Well, did you go but, to the farmer's market? To braces, no. their peaches are wonderful. Okay. They're great down there. They okay. are. In the Smart summertime, moves. it's nice to go. Yeah. So for that, I get my peaches at braces. And then again, okay. my friend, Mike Culinary, and his wife, uh, uh, Hoppy, they have, her name's Helene, but they call her Hoppy because she's from Hopkins from Hopkins Farm on Mulberry Street. They have a nice farmer's market. It's open uh, five six days a week. Whereas the down, the um, co-op is only open Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, but Mike is open and he gets stuff right from the Hopkins farm, which also sells at the market. 
Mm-hmm. So it's good to it's good to support the farmers and uh, the local people. We're fortunate to live in a community where, you know, not a few miles away from us and closer to you, Lynn, are yeah. are these wonderful farms. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's it's all good. Truth. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so but that we we have to acknowledge the fact that we did last week go to Roberto's, the four of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was fabulous. And it's delicious. Yep. Yes. And mm-hmm. loved it. Um, so yeah. uh, it's a good place. I'm glad we had a chance to uh, to find out what, what it was and how it works. But I, it's a, it could be a new place for us to be hanging out all the time. I know. It's really delicious. He, he puts a lot of mm-hmm. care and I told yep. you, uh, 18 different sauces, 18 of them. I know. And anyway. 14 different types of pasta. He, it's great. It's a, it's a great little restaurant for, um, for a nice uh, pasta meal. It really is. Well, I went again. I went the other night with Randy. You did? <laughs> yep. yep. How many times yep. a week is that? Well, I, the last... Last two times, I think last week I was there twice, and this week I've been there twice. So, okay. Um, but the time before that was once. But it's delicious. It's it's, and you said it. Remember, you said this could be our new Natalie's. Yes, that's what because I was Natalie's was a favorite of ours, and we mm-hmm. would go when we thought, where should we go if we want? And we would go there, and it was always delicious, and everything was homemade, and. Uh, to, made to order and it was great and this is the same setup so mm-hmm. it's a good thing yeah i think uh the nice part about it is it, once you get to go to places that often they know you they know the thing yes they know what like, you like you know, they know you what like. you don't like yeah yes. and al and, pays and a, that's good. Where, and he pays attention to those things he knows what to do and he listened to things i said about gluten free and he's mm-hmm. incorporating those things and good. i'm telling you even his even his the that uh, that um um lemon filled with lemon sorbet lemon cello sorbet they're they're just simple things but they're but they're they're quality. So um, yes. yeah, he's and I did. I you know I did the commercial for him um, that yes. aired on another radio station, um, and uh-huh. I did the voiceover for him. So he said he got business out of it. He told me the other night. He said, yeah, people came in Yay. and said they they heard it. So he was very pleased with that. So it's a well, good who thing. wrote the script, Randy? Uh, he well, Randy tweaked it. Uh, he wrote it. And then Randy and oh, I together okay. kind of tweaked it because we, we had to time it. It was a 15-second commercial. Right. So Randy and I had to work on the timing because I didn't want to speed through it like a speed, you know, my Evelyn Wood speed reading uh, course. <laughs> so, um, you know, we wanted to – so we had to knock off a few words here and there, but it was great. Somebody okay. said, well, I didn't know – somebody said, I didn't know Roberto's did – pizza or they have pizza i said for 40 years roberto's in west granton has been serving delicious pizza because that was the first line of the commercial so i just like rattled it off but anyway yeah so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back you're listening to laurie and lynn show hi this is nancy kamen from wilk's morning news and i know laurie cadden a lot of people know laurie cadden and more importantly laurie cadden knows a lot of people 
Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am a certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. So and I don't just forget, Lynn, what? Wait a minute, let me let me just now, yeah. put a reminder in here. Don't forget to listen to our show on odyssey.com. That's A U D A C Y. This show every week is converted into a podcast which you can listen to at your leisure wherever mm-hmm. you want, wherever you get podcasts. The, the Laurie and Lynn show. Okay, yeah, commercial know. over. Yeah. So um, I finished my 10-day devotion Uh to good St. Anne the other day. On Wednesday was the Feast of St. Anne, and um, it was... um, it was a great novena. The weather was beautiful for. I mean, they, they even the priest said, you know, you know, Saint Anne is blessing us with this, with this weather. Like if, if it rained during the day, it rained when novena was not happening, when the mass or novena mm-hmm. wasn't happening, and then it cleared up, and then it it rained after it was over. Like it was, it was kind of bizarre. It's almost like I always used to think. My father used to tell me. Um, when I was a little girl, and we used to have to we would march in the St. Patrick's Day parade, and not that I I walked and marched in those parades a million years, but when I was little and I would was twirling in my file, I would get so nervous that it was going to be canceled, and I wanted to I wanted to march and I wanted to do my thing, yeah. and my father used to say, "Don't worry, Laurie, the luck of the Irish will." happen and the sun will shine and the rain will hold up and we will be okay and almost every time he said it it was true so um it was almost like the luck of the irish we could say was down there but it was as we we have to give credit to saint anne because it was her novena 99th year and next year will be the 100th year for the novena 
And what's going to happen? And they got special. They got good. I don't know yet. I did not hear. They did not talk about it during Novena. I'm sure they they discussed those things. I'm sure it'll be a big, certainly a big deal for a hundred years of uh, yep. the faithful coming to uh, St. Anne's and and people of all faiths, not just Catholic. Yes. People get tremendous. Um, what's the word? Uh, spiritualities, just tremendous um, insight and and good feelings being there. Um, it's just good for them. As I put my text on Facebook, it was it's always good for my soul, and it is. The yeah. messages were great. I always walk away with certain messages um, every year and uh, stories, and you just remember them and you apply them and. And one of it, I think I told you, is the fear thing, is that that was, that was brought up many times. Because I have all these quirky fears. I know we all do. But I, I just, I think as I get older, I, I add another one almost on a daily basis. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, you, you just have to believe these things that you have to, you know, living in fear is not a good thing. And uh, you just have to, because then you can't, you can't accept the present moment. So um, that's it. Yeah, yeah, when you're living in fear, you're living in your head, and you're not being present to what is in front of you and right. enjoying it. Speaking and, you know, I think that, it was, well, I think it was Marianne Williamson who mentioned that fear is an probably. absence of love. Ooh. Yeah. That's and hard About to that particular thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, um, there you go. So what? I was reading something on, um, uh, what's it called, the Ethel, one of my favorite spots. And we have recently been talking about the articles written by a woman named Anne Brenoff. And I think she was the same one that I read about last week with her mother being the 99-year-old social media um, phenomena. (laughs) Same Uh thing. But she wrote this one that uh, it just fits right into what you said. Do you live in fear of the memory loss boogeyman? Because a lot of people who get into, you know, I don't know, I guess you might just say 60s or later, start contemplating um, the, the fear of getting Alzheimer's, dementia, any of that stuff. And so every little time something Something where you forget, they all go into the, uh-oh, here it comes. Here yeah. comes the dementia. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she said in here, uh, she says that it, the fear of dementia looms large with me. Actually, it looms within a lot of us. We give it innocuous names like senior moments. But each time we misplace our phones or can't find our car keys, the first place our minds go to is whether we are losing them, our, our minds, not the keys. Um, dementia is among the top concerns of many seniors, in no small part because it afflicts so many, and is a game changer for those of us who want to stay living in our homes forever. The National Institutes of Health says that by some estimates, about one-third of people ages 85 and older, may have Alzheimer's disease, the most common cause of dementia. 
Now, this woman who wrote this, Anne Brenoff, says at 73, and coming from a long line of women who lived well into their late 90s, and wow. one with dementia who made it to 104, count wow. me among the worried. Take today. I woke up, and like many mornings, I had to think a minute about which day of the week it was. My explanation is that I'm retired, a stage in life where the days lose their distinctions. When you work Monday through Friday, you certainly recognize the weekend when it arrives. But as a retiree, I no longer live with an alarm clock or a calendar, and I only know Saturday because the stores are more crowded. Names also sometimes do me in. I regularly confuse the names of my two children with those of my three dogs. Not that it matters since all ignore me equally. Sometimes I call my second husband by my first husband's name, mostly when he's driving too fast and has to hit the brakes hard. Stress in situations like that is a contributing factor and, again, not a sign of dementia. Another thing I do is walk into a specific room without a clue as to why I'm there. I don't know if you remember I told you. That's one thing, a little aside. Um, Joan London wrote a book called, you know, Why Did I Come Into This Room? Yeah. And, and I interviewed her on my podcast about the book. And she said to me that one of those things that really gets her into this state of mind, a fear of dementia, was just that, that when she walked into a room and could not remember what brought her there, that she had to turn around and go back out to where she was and start all over again and hope that wherever she was, there would be a trigger there that would remind her <laughs> oh why she was going to the other room. Well, anyway, this, this is interesting because she said she wrote, this is Ann Brenoff, wrote about a University of Notre Dame study a few years ago that said walking through a doorway might be the culprit when that happens. It seems that when a thought is created in one space, and she said the dining room table where I'm gift wrapping, the doorway acts as a barrier to why I entered another space, the kitchen, where I keep the scissors and an extra roll of tape. The study seemed a little far-fetched at the time, but I now embrace it as gospel. Why? It's that fear of dementia. If you join me in that fear and sometimes wonder if your absent-mindedness is something more, take heart in this guidance. One symptom of more serious memory loss is that you're not aware there's a problem. So the mere fact that I worry means I have nothing to worry about. But (laughs) But if your family or friends seem more worried about your behavior than you do, listen to their concerns, and see a doctor. Misplace your house keys, it happens, and you're fine. Don't remember which is your house, that's more of a problem. Yeah, right. No no biggie if you still can't figure out the TV remote or how to reset the time on the old microwave. But if you repeatedly forget to turn off the stove or regularly can't remember if you took your daily medications, it's time to be concerned. Using tools as a crutch to help you remember things can be a smart idea. I rely on GPS whenever I drive, 
even to familiar places. I'm, in a, I'm a daydream driver, and I often space out. In fact, I do my best writing in my head when I'm driving. Combine this with the fact that I've always been pretty directionally challenged and loathe those people who give directions like go north instead of turn left. More of a memory concern is when you have, have to ask friends and family for details multiple times or need help to do tasks that you once did yourself. It is fine if you mistake a $1 bill for a $10 bill when you pay cash at the register, although you might want to pick up a stronger pair of reading glasses. But if you can no longer do things that involve numbers, pay your monthly bills, check your credit card balance, follow a recipe, that's a cause for concern. And for what it's worth, normal forgetfulness, also known as benign senescent forgetfulness, does not necessarily worsen as you age, but it's a different animal altogether. Also be aware that certain medications can trigger memory fog and loss. This includes beta blockers used to treat high blood pressure and congestive heart failure, tricyclic antidepressants prescribed for depression and anxiety, and statins used to lower cholesterol levels, all things older people may have in their medicine cabinet. While much focus and research is given to developing a cure for dementia, what should we all be doing now to prevent it? The recommendation from the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention for improving brain health and reducing the risk for dementia include getting regular exercise, maintaining a healthy weight, preventing and managing high blood pressure, preventing correcting hearing loss, and avoiding binge drinking and smoking. And she said, I would add one more. Don't worry so much about it. (laughs) There you go. That's good. Well, but you know what, Lynn? I just think as we get older, this is my philosophy, we have so much data that we are trying to, and even more so now, we are trying to process and put in the right memory bank and put here and put there and put we're so filled with so many years of so many things that that's kind of I think what crowds and clogs it up a little that's my belief that we are so overload. triggered oh total overload yeah like it's, yeah, it's true. to me it's it's like that guy and I don't remember the name of the movie but do you remember all those years ago that that robot guy um I wish I could. I have to think of the the, the movie. From where? It was a great movie. Years and it was a really really old and it was, oh, a, it, Hal. It, it was an Indian guy and a, what? Hal wasn't that his name? No, I the, no. The robot. Oh, I don't remember his name, but I remember okay. the movie was great and he he used to say this line and I can't remember what it was, but that's sort of what <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, hold on, we have so much. We all do that with the room going in. And, and yes. leaving, so I guess that would give you that would give more um, uh, credence to the people who like open concept living versus <laughs> individual rooms, right? Yes, which I yes. hate. I like I like individual rooms, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are going to take a quick break, so don't worry so much and live in the moment. Um, and we'll yeah. be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. 
Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitch and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to the Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account, Uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am a certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And do you know what August 1st is? I do only because you told me, but go ahead and tell everybody else. (laughs) Okay, it's National Girlfriend's Day, which is a wonderful thing. And there's someone who wrote an article on uh, AARP's, another one of their Uh, publications called uh, The Girlfriend, and this is one that I thought was really cool because it is something I think women do differently than men. Uh, Women use other women in a very supportive way, and for for many of us, I think life would be very, very difficult if we didn't have our girlfriends. So... Uh, men can seem to, you know, function more. Yes, they have friends and they hang out, but they do things. They don't talk; they do. Right. So that's how they that's how they uh, b- merge or blend or do whatever they do. So anyway, um, August first, National Day calendar, National Girlfriends Day encourages women across the U.S to get together and celebrate their special bond of friendship. And then the evolution of girlfriends. 
where would we all be without our girlfriends? From childhood to old age, friends make us laugh, cry, and feel less alone. Throughout our lives, we make friends, ones we grow up with, ones we meet in school, at work, or through parenthood. There are girlfriends we have known forever and others with whom the bond is so strong and so quick it feels as though we have known them forever. I have to say that, you know, you talk about very often about the, the women from West Granton that you always get together with for dinner or for lunch, and they're people that you went to high school with, and, and you're and very, still no, very and close grade, to them. No, no, grade school, grade school. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I told you about um, the three of us that get together for lunch, usually once yep. a month. And we did that this week. We got together in Allentown at um, Bumfish Grill, which is a place we all love. And it's in that the Lehigh Valley Mall has a separate section they yeah, call that the area. Lifestyle Fund mm-hmm. uh, area. So, um, yeah, it's a nice place to hang out. But it's really interesting that the three of us, there, there's no barriers to anything. As soon as we sit down and start talking to each other, uh, that bond is always there, and it continues. And it's one of those things like uh, the, our one friend, Janice, who's from New Jersey, has a daughter named Jenna, and it was Jenna's birthday last week. And Joan, who's always the social secretary for all of us, uh, reminded us that it was Jenna's birthday. So I went online and uh, I sent her an e-card, and when I was with Janice on Wednesday, I mentioned to her that uh, I, I sent her a card, I sent her daughter a card, and the day before, they all got together at Janice and John's house, and there are three children, they're all married, and each of them has two children. So it was quite a crew that got together at their house. <laughs> and it's, it's just a wonderful to have that, those kids, her kids, Janice's kids, have always been like an extension of us. They they always refer to us as Aunt Joan, Aunt Lynn, mm, and I Uncle Patrick. That. And very, very um, embracing of us as they've grown up from the time they were born until now. Right. And it's just so wonderful to see them with their own spouses and kids and all that stuff. Anyway, I got off track, but that is the, the, I think the blessing of it all is that if you have a relationship that's that strong with someone, it, it ages with you. And it, it, it's, it's a new relationship all the time when there's a new baby that comes in or a new spouse or whatever it does. It's just, it's a constantly growing and evolving a relationship and I love that because it's one of those things where you know you can pick it up at any moment and there's no barriers it just right. starts right from where it should be so what she said then is Gail I don't know if you've heard of this one Gail Saltz MD S-A-L-T-Z yes yes, a, yes yeah she's written a lot of stuff uh, she's a a psychiatry professor at New York Presbyterian Hospital. I think and, she, um, um, she's on, Lynn, she's on as a contributor sometimes too on the Today Show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how that I know That is where her. I've seen yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But go ahead. Okay, and she said, there are many different components that go into a friendship, and these things change over time. Women can lose friends for many reasons. They grow apart, they move away, or they die. While the quality of friends is more important than the quantity, many women have more free time in midlife, but fewer natural opportunities to make friends. When women are younger, they meet new people all the time through work, their spouse, and their children. So how do you make friends as you age? Through shared interests and activities. Men commonly prefer activity-based friendships, while women prefer an emotional connection. But women can use activities to meet, and such activities can include yoga classes, volunteering at a shelter, church, cooking classes, to meet similar-minded people and possibly ignite a deeper connection. Making friends as you age requires a willingness to take a risk. Putting yourself in a new situation, starting a conversation, or inviting someone you just met to grab a cup of coffee. As British author C.S. Lewis wrote, friendship was born at that moment when one person says to another, what, you two? I thought I was the only one. And that's true. <laughs> yeah. It really is. You know, somebody says something to you and it just sparks something. You say, oh, I have that or blah, blah, blah. I did that too. Anyway, um, she, she then says, remember that not every friendship will be a ride or die connection. While close relationships are wonderful, all types of healthy friendships can be beneficial. Just because you don't share intimate um, where am I? details of your life doesn't mean the friendship doesn't add value. For example, you can have a friend you aren't comfortable discussing your children with, but whose company you enjoy at a book club. Keep the old. Long-time friendships are special. Shared memories and experiences add depth. That doesn't mean long-time friends can always read each other's minds or know what the other needs. No relationship is perfect. Even best friends argue and get on each other's nerves. As we get older, some friendships get easier. We become more tolerant and patient, able to appreciate friends, and forgive their faults. But sometimes friendships become strained. It can become hard to overlook how a friend disappoints or hurts us, especially if this is a pattern. Salts can cautions against throwing in the towel too quickly on an old friendship. Today's societal vibe is individualistic, she points out. There is a lot of concern about what works for me and taking action if it doesn't. But the reality is that loneliness is on the rise in our society and healthy friendships are vital for our well-being. Before ending a, a friendship, assess whether the good outweighs the bad. Salt mm-hmm. says, ask yourself, does, a, does this relationship add something to my life or does it make me happy in more moments than it makes me upset? You may find it best to take a step back rather than to cut things off totally or perhaps an honest conversation, one without blame, 
can put the relationship on a better path. That said, there are times when a friendship has run its course. While you don't want to underrate a shared history, just because you've been friends for so long doesn't mean a friendship should continue if it's not working anymore. If you do want to end a long-time friendship, have respect for the relationship and don't ghost the friend. Instead, explain why you need to remove yourself from the situation and do so with grace. In a quote about the end of a friendship, author Ali Condi writes, Growing apart doesn't change the fact. For a long time, we grew side by side. Our roots will always be tangled, and I'm glad for that. So she then says, National Girlfriend's Day is likely a made-up holiday, which it is. Though, that doesn't mean you shouldn't celebrate. Don't forget, uh, no, but forget any elaborate plans. Instead, use the day as an opportunity. Let your friends know how grateful you are to have them in your life. If you can get together in person, great. If not, give them a call or send a text. Everyone appreciates heartfelt words. It can be as simple as, you're such a good friend, or I value all you bring into my life, or I love all the fun experiences we've had together. Even if you think your friends already know how you feel, tell them anyway. Ta-da! Yeah, it's the truth. Well, that's that cool being thing. said, Lynn, that being said, your friendship to me means the world. I hope you always remember that and know that even though we grew up right next to each other and, and down the, you in the 800 and both of us in the 800 of North Maine and good old West Scranton, because of the age difference, we didn't know each other younger, but your the day that you and I reconnected at Inner Harmonies, a meeting with Pete Amato at Inner Harmony when you and I were both asked to be on the board, and we had that beautiful little event that he had to talk and had everybody who was becoming a board member there, and that's the first time that you and I reconnected, and have since been. Um, best buddies, and you, and I told this to um, Donna Barbetti and Megan Alpert yesterday, that you were the one who, when I wanted to do this radio, start this ra- a radio show, you said to me, I will pay for the first two weeks and be the guest for my business with you. And that that's how much I believe in your ability to do this, and that's what friends are for. And you and I did two shows with Sue Henry's help, and you and Sue Henry said, hey, you know, you two are pretty good together. And hence, here we are 14 years later with the Laurie and Lynn show. So just yeah, know 14 publicly, years. 14. <laughs> so know publicly how much I love you, admire you, appreciate your friendship, and um, would never want my life to be without you. Whoa, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Isn't that nice? That's so they nice to hear. Well, it's the truth. But that's not. <laughs> no, but it's, that, that is true. Though. Well, thank you. So, I, I really appreciate hearing that. Yes. yes, you're welcome. And the it's the best you bring into my life is nuts. It's wonderful. <laughs> It is. It is. It's a. It's so not me, but that's what I love about it. It's a contrast <laughs> of who it you is. are. It's wonderful. It really is. Yeah, I know. So thank you and for all that. The beauty is that you you accept me for me and how I 
do what I do, and I you, and that's the beauty of what friendship is. It's exactly, and then you know the fact that Patrick and I are also blend in nicely it it works good for so, anyway yep. so all of my all right. girlfriends out there and all of you who know who you are i love you i thank you and keep it going thank you for your friendship and we will thank you everyone else out there boys too for listening and and <laughs> tuning in to us on a weekly basis we thank you and we we hope you have a wonderful weekend and we will um see you next week in the meantime be safe and please be nice Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.